Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 205 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Luke chapter 20 today, and we got two big questions. Are all the sins the same? Are all sins equal in God's eyes? Also, will we be like angels when we die? Well, we need to get started, so let me just say this. Check out our website at Bible2021.com. You can subscribe to the show there, send us an email with a question or a comment, and you can check out show notes for every episode. One of the worst things that people can say after a tragic death is something like, God needed a new angel. When you think about a statement like that, you honestly realize how incredibly cruel the implications are. God, who is eternal and in heaven and can create people and beings like angels, killed my loved one so he can have another angel in heaven. Well, those kind of statements, when we really think them out, paint God as capricious and cruel. And as you might imagine, the Bible is quite clear that God does not kill people so that he can have more angels in heaven. That's not how it works. We don't become angels when we die. That said, however, Jesus does teach something that might have been the original source for such a belief, especially if you don't read it carefully. And that is, humans after death become like angels, at least in a couple of senses. Well, here's what Jesus says in Luke 20, 34, 35, and 36. The children of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are counted worthy to take part in that age and in the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, for they can no longer die, because they are like angels and are children of God, since they are children of the resurrection. And there's a parallel verse to that in Matthew 22, 30, where Jesus says, For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. So humans will be like angels, not angels, like angels in at least two very important ways. Number one, they will no longer die. Humans will be immortal, just like angels. Praise God, no more sting of death. That's great news. Now, the second way humans will be like angels after death is quite interesting. And it might even seem sad in in some ways. And that is, they will no longer, we will no longer marry or be given in marriage or carry our marriage into heaven, but we'll be like the angels. Now, people have deduced from this passage a lot about angels that is not necessarily said or is not necessarily so, including the idea that angels don't have intimate relationships and things like that. Well, that sort of thing isn't even implied in this passage, though it could be true, could not be true. We don't know. But the inference says does seem to say and I say it's an inference because it's not directly stated, that angels don't marry. Humans, it is clearly stated, will not be married in heaven. Heaven, hence the line in many marriage ceremonies, which says, till death do us part. There won't be marriage in heaven for humans. Death will end our marriages on earth. So why not? Why no marriages in heaven? Well, I don't know, because the Bible never tells us in any answer I could give there would be speculation, but I do have a guess and understand it's only a guess. Marriages are our closest form of relationship with another human. The Bible describes marriage as a oneness, two people becoming one. I suspect that the design in heaven will be such that due to eternity and elements of the fall being banished from our character, like, I don't know, shame, guilt, pride, greed, 
cunning, selfishness, abuse, and other negative things, that oneness will actually be possible with many people rather than just one. Now, I'm not saying something weird like I expect everybody to be in one big happy marriage in heaven or something like that, but I do think there's going to be a closeness in relationships with many, many souls that even goes beyond the closeness of the best marriage here on earth. Now, that's a guess. I could be wildly wrong, but I find it intriguing that there will be no marriage in heaven, and I'm quite certain that whatever relationships we do have in heaven will be better, deeper, more fulfilling, more joyful, and more intimate than the best marriages on earth. Well, let's read our passage, and then we're going to discuss what kind of behavior draws worse judgment from God and whether or not all sins are equal. Luke chapter 20, verse 1. One day as he was teaching the people in the temple and proclaiming the good news, the chief priests and the scribes with the elders came and said to him, Tell us, by what authority are you doing these things? Who is it that gave you this authority? And he answered them, I will ask you a question. Tell me, was the baptism of John from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves. If we say from heaven, he will say, why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, all the people will stone us because they are convinced that John was a prophet. So they answered that they did not know its origin. And Jesus said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Now he began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, leased it to tenant farmers and went away for a long time. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the farmers so that they might give him some fruit from the vineyard. But the farmers beat him and sent him away empty handed. He sent yet another servant, but they beat that one too, treated him shamefully, and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent yet a third, but they wounded this one too and threw him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What should I do? I will send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenant farmers saw them, saw him, they discussed it among themselves and said, This is the heir. Let's kill him so that the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those farmers and give the vineyard to others. But when they heard this, they said, that must never happen. But he looked at them and said, then what is the meaning of this scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will shatter him. Then the scribes and the chief priests looked for a way to get their hands on him that very hour because they knew he had told this parable against them, but they feared the people. And they watched closely and sent spies who pretended to be righteous so they could catch him in what he said to hand him over to the governor's rule and authority. And they questioned him, "A teacher, we know that you speak and teach correctly and You don't show partiality, but teach truthfully the way of God. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But detecting their craftiness, he said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose image and inscription does it have? Caesar's, they said. Well, then he told them, Give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. They were not able to catch him. And what he said in public and being amazed at his answer, they became silent. Some of the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came up and questioned him. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother has a wife and dies childless, his brother should take the wife and produce offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first 
took a wife and died without children. Also the second and the third took her. In the same way, all seven died and left no children. Finally, the woman died too. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will the woman be? For all seven had married her. Jesus told them, The children of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are counted worthy to take part in that age and in the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, for they can no longer die because they are like angels and are children of God since they are children of the resurrection. Moses even indicated in the passage about the burning bush that the dead are raised where he calls the Lord the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living, because all are living to him. Some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you have spoken well, and they no longer dared to ask him anything. Then he said to them, How can they say that the Messiah is the son of David? For David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord declared to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. David calls him Lord. How then can he be his son? While all the people were listening, he said to his disciples, Beware of the scribes who want to go around in long robes and love greetings in the marketplaces, the best place seats in the synagogues, and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and say long prayers just for show. These will receive harsher judgment. So who does Jesus teach will be judged harsher by God? And I imagine that we can answer that with many answers. I don't, criminals, murderers, bosses that abuse and take advantage of people, people that drive slow in the fast lane, etc. But Jesus points out a particular type of behavior and personality that will receive harsh judgment. Beware of the scribes, he says, who want to go around in long robes and who love greetings in the marketplaces, the best seats in the synagogues, and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and say long prayers just for show. These will receive harsher judgment, says Jesus. And the King James translation is even more stark, indicating that those people will receive greater damnation, which might be the most terrifying phrase in the Bible. The phrase Jesus is using seems to be a judicial one, and probably to help us understand it, could be translated as something like, they will receive a harsher sentence from the judge. You've heard it said before that all sins are equal, but I don't find this to be a biblical thought, and I offer texts like today as proof. All sins, yes, separate us from God. All sins close the door to heaven for those who aren't justified by grace through faith. All sins are serious, but they certainly are not all equal, especially in terms of how God deals with those sins and how God punishes them. Here's Pastor Tony Evans briefly to help us understand. He says, paraphrasing what Jesus said, watch out for folks who pray real long in public. He said these kind of people will receive condemnation. Well, is that what it says? No, he actually says, they will receive greater condemnation. In other words, all condemnation isn't equal. These religious scribes, like theologians, they're supposed to know more. They have more biblical exposure, so because of the light of what they had, and in light of what they knew, they operated unrighteously, and they will have greater condemnation. Even in the book of Revelation, even in the book of Revelation 18, we read words like in verse 6, which says, Pay her back as she is paid and give back to her double according to her deeds. 
in the cup which she has mixed, mixed twice as much for her, to the degree that she glorified herself and lived sensuously, to the same degree give her torment and mourning, for she says in her heart, I am sit as a queen and not a widow, and will never see mourning. For this reason, in one day her plagues will come, pestilence and mourning and famine, and she will be burned up with fire, for the Lord God who judges her is strong. In other words, says Tony Evans, give her what her deeds warrant. So since every sinner doesn't warrant the same kind of judgment because every sin doesn't have the same kind of consequence, not every sin is equally sinful to God. That's why it doesn't matter how good you are. Your goodness can't make you acceptable to God because God demands perfection. But every sin is not equal in consequence to God. All sin is equal in essence. It's equally sinful, but all sin is not equal in its consequence. Different sins have different level of consequence and punishment, according to the Bible. Just like you have misdemeanors, felonies, and you have different levels of crime warranting different levels of punishment in a modern world, so it is determined your level of your judgment based on your deeds and what the Bible says. Well, that's something to think about. Are all sins equal? I don't believe so. I don't believe that's what the Bible teaches. Let us close with our Bible memory verse for the month of July, which is Luke 6, 47 through 48. Jesus says, I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words and acts on them. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against that house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. And friends, my house and your house will be unshakable and well-built when we are built on the foundation of the teachings of Jesus. Good day to you and Godspeed.